there, this is Dr. Maureen Quinde, your podcast host, and you are listening to the Empowerment Minutes podcast. For those who are listening for the first time, it's a podcast to empower you with nuggets on learning and development, leadership, coaching, and personal growth. I am a learning leader, faculty, researcher, speaker, coach, consultant, and author. Through my Dream Big and Body Academy, I've had the honor to empower leaders and managers accelerate their journey. And I would like to help you too. Just let me know via email at info at emklearningsolutions.com. Or you can find me on social media. So this week's episode is a special episode. It's the 100th episode. Can you believe that? I cannot believe we made it to 100 episodes in two years. So many downloads and listeners from all over the world. This is huge. This is a huge accomplishment. I want to take a moment to give a big shout out to all our guest hosts, listeners, fans of the show. This is wonderful. Thank you so much for keeping us going. I'm so grateful for your love. Thank you so much. So this week, I launched my DBBA cohort program for new leaders and first-time managers. And I was, as I was reflecting on my leadership and management journey, I realized that in the very beginning, I made so many mistakes and thought, okay, maybe this is an opportunity to share the common mistakes that new leaders and managers make and how to fix them. So I'm hoping that these lessons learned and tips will help you too. So the first mistake I want to share is that of power and ego. It's a common mistake new leaders or first-time managers make. After all, they're very excited about this opportunity. Imagine having a corner office or being in front of people who depend on you, right? It's powerful. It can be contagious. But remember that even though you're leading these people, you're managing them, you're just getting started. You have a lot to learn. So power is a good thing when it's used positively. Using power and ego, bossing and telling people what to do is a mistake. Instead, I want to tell you, please stay humble. Learn from your team and vice versa. By being humble, it will give the team the confidence to come to you for help and vice versa. I know you've also experienced many times where leaders say they have an open door policy and the ego gets in the way. No one dares ask for help, even though they want to. You don't want that, right? So stay humble, build relationships with your team, remove that ego pride barrier and create an environment of trust by being uh, humble. My second or the second mistake I want to talk about is the lack of vulnerability. You're just getting started and you claim you know everything and do not make mistakes. Really? Even when your team makes mistakes, you're so hard on them. You know, it's just a matter of time. You realize the lack of vulnerability would actually uh, not be good for you. It will not take you far. So be okay with making mistakes, acknowledging to your team that you also do not know everything and together you're f- going to figure it out. This builds trust when you're vulnerable. It improves communication, right? By being vulnerable, you're showing them that you're also human. And in times of failure, you can actually make mistakes and learn from them and grow from them, right? So your team would also give you grace when it happens and vice versa. The third mistake, oh my gosh, I did this a whole lot, not setting boundaries. Oh boy, this is a big one. 
I was so guilty of mistake number one and number three, right? I was leading and managing a team of 12 people and some of them were my close friends. Now imagine, you know, those friends are you always hanging out, maybe going out to lunch, having those water cooler conversations, right? You know, you know, you know how it goes. So I just want to put it out there. Be, it's okay to be friendly, to be likable, but there has to be a line not to cross, especially when these are your friends. It's important to have a good relationship with your team. Leaders need to understand the importance of setting clear boundaries. If not, you'll be taking advantage of. No one would take you seriously. You know, you when you're wanting to manage your team, you 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 you're setting clear. You're not setting clear expectations. They're not going to meet those expectations because you did not set those boundaries. Identify a line between being approachable and respectable, and walk it closely. I'm telling you, this is a big one. You got to be careful about not setting boundaries. You have to strike a balance. It can be hard, I agree, but it's important for you to find the happy medium or balance. The fourth mistake is taking on too much than you can handle. You may accept all the meeting invites, all the work your boss is giving you. There's a new idea, oh, I'll do it, I'll do it. And there's this new project, I'll do it. And then you have all these other things that are lining up. You know, your uh, to-do list is so long, you can hardly even focus, right? Now it starts getting counterproductive. You can only do so much. So before you know it, you start experiencing burnout. You're experiencing burnout. That is not a good thing, even for your mental health. So I know uh, many go this route because they're trying to learn or prove themselves. That's not the best way. Do not take on more than you can handle. This is a great segue actually into the fifth mistake. Yes, a fifth mistake that I know most new managers, new leaders make. The mistake is not delegating, right? You are to delegate work to your team. When you start doing all the work, you are doing the team and yourself a disservice. This can be harder, right? And, and so if you're even guilty of mistake number three, not setting boundaries, oh my gosh, uh, it actually gets worse. That's why you really have to set boundaries from the get-go. Take time to know your team. Know their strengths. Delegate work they can do best. So you can focus and do your best as well. It's not like throwing them into the wolves, so to speak. Make them understand that even though they're working on that task, they're working on that project, they can come to you for help. You can coach them through the task and with no time, they can handle it very well, right? And they can become independent. We always had the expression that, what if you get hit by a bus, right? If you're doing everything, you're not delegating, right? And so if you're not there, who's gonna be able to pick up the work? No one right? So you got to be able to think ahead, have a vision, right? Uh, and always remember, what do you want to be known for? And start making those changes from the get-go before you ever get all the way to the end. So these are some topics really I cover in my DBBA cohort program for new leaders and managers. How do you delegate? What's your style? You know, what, you know, what style do you lead best? And how can you do that from a position of strength? 
that's why I'm inviting you to join the cohort program that starts August 15th. It's a six weeks program to accelerate your leadership and management journey. As a final thought, remember that you are a leader or a manager for a reason. You already have the potential. Maybe you saw it or maybe someone else saw it in you. So this is your chance to make a difference. Embrace it with confidence and courage. It's a journey, not a destination. This is it for this week's podcast. Wishing you a blessed week ahead. See you same time next week. Until then, be blessed. <music>